Welcome to the Essential Geopolitics Podcast from Stratfor, a rain company. I'm Emily Donahue. One of the longest-serving political figures of recent decades will step down this year. German Chancellor Angela Merkel has served since 2005 through multiple presidential and prime ministerial terms worldwide. Now, Angela Merkel's party, the Christian Democratic Union, has appointed a new party leader. And here to provide guidance is Adriano Bassoni, Stratfor Senior European Analyst. Adriano, I guess I have to ask you, what does this mean for German politics? As you said, Emily, um, German Chancellor Angela Merkel's Christian Democratic Union is getting ready for a future without her. And they just appointed a new party leader. And this is important because the CDU is the most popular political party in Germany, which means that its leader stands a very decent chance of becoming Germany's next chancellor after the general election in September. Um, As you said, Merkel is a remarkable woman. In her 16 years in power, she has taken her conservative party closer to centrist positions. For instance, she introduced a minimum wage in Germany. She accepted a million Syrian refugees. She authorized bailout programs for countries in southern Europe. And and of course, more recently, she accepted to end Germany's sacrosanct fiscal balance to allow for higher public spending to deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. The CDU's decision to appoint Armin Laschet as its new party leader suggests that the party wants to continue with this centrist and moderate approach to domestic and foreign affairs. Laschet is seen as a continuity candidate, a continuity politician, a man who will follow Merkel's footsteps and will continue to appeal to the centrist electorate. But of course, there is an additional problem. The CDU has chosen Laschet as its leader, and according to party tradition, the party leader should also be the candidate for chancellor in a general election. But there are members of the CDU who think that because Laschet is not a particularly popular politician, somebody else should be the chancellor candidate. And of course, the ideological Um, position of the candidate will influence the possibilities of the CDU uh, negotiating coalition agreements with with other parties. Um, The German um, electoral uh, system is very fragmented. Many, many parties will make it to the parliament. There will be long negotiations to form a coalition and the flexibility and the pragmatism of the CDU candidate will definitely influence the process to appoint a new government. And one party to keep in mind in the negotiations to form a government are the Greens. It's a party that used to be relatively small in the 1990s, but now it stands a very strong chance of entering the German government. So very interesting times ahead for German politics. Yeah, indeed. What does this all mean for Europe? Yeah, so we have to differentiate between the pre election situation in Germany and the post-election situation in Germany. I think that between now and September, the electoral campaign in Germany will probably result in many structural decisions in the EU being postponed. Germany is the main economy in the EU and therefore it's the main political force in the bloc. 
the German government may refrain from supporting any big changes in EU policy in an electoral year. And the same is true for the EU itself. Politicians in Brussels and other capitals may want to wait and see who is in charge of the German government before making any big policy moves. Um, and as I said, things are different after the election. I think that after the election there will be a few weeks, if not months, of uncertainty. The coalition talks will be very long. For instance, after the last German election four years ago, it took the parties six months to form a coalition government. So it's not, it's not, yeah, exactly. So it's not like there will be an election in September and the next day there will be a government. It could, it, there, there may not be a government maybe into uh, 2022. <laughs> so um, this would introduce further delays in EU policy making. But after the election, at some point, there will be a German government and its ideological composition will definitely shape EU politics and policies. Um, Germany's position in the EU will be an important topic in the electoral campaign. German voters will have to decide what kind of Germany they want for the future, what relationship they want with France, what Germany's position should be on economic and political integration in the EU, what Germany's position should be on issues like EU immigration, defense, relations with Russia, China, the US. Um, Germany is not the only decision maker in the EU, but it's definitely one of the most important. So a more Eurosceptic Germany would slow down the process of European integration, whereas a more Europhile Germany will um, accelerate the process. So definitely a, a very big political process to watch for the future, not only of Germany, but also of the European Union. Well, that's very interesting. So talk to me a little bit about the main scenarios for the German election. Yeah, as I said, uh, the election will probably produce a fragmented Bundestag, uh, followed by long negotiations to appoint a coalition government. The scenarios are basically three. The, the main scenario, I would say, is a centrist coalition, probably including the Christian Democratic Union and the Green Party. This would show some degree of continuity with the current government, though the presence of the Greens, of course, would mean an even stronger push uh, for environmental issues, which is already a trend in German politics. The Greens would pressure the CDU to, to, to remain in the center or, or, or even take some left-leaning positions on issues like fiscal spending, immigration, relations with the European Union. Then another scenario is a purely conservative coalition. This, this would happen if the CDU reaches a coalition agreement not with the Greens, but with the center-right Free Democratic Party, which is currently pulling poorly, but I don't know, it could happen. This would mean more fiscal discipline, slightly more skeptical positions on EU integration, especially when it comes to sharing financial risk and, and, and rescue programs for, for Southern Europe, a more business-friendly approach to taxes and so on. This is a more traditional um, conservative government. And then the third option, which according to opinion polls is the least likely but again, in politics, anything could happen, would be a center-left coalition, including the Social Democratic Party, which is Germany's traditional center-left party, and smaller left-leaning parties like the Greens or Die Linke, which, which is German for the left. 
Right now it seems improbable, but not impossible. This would result in a German government that is more willing to cooperate with France on EU integration, but maybe less willing to increase military spending or to deploy uh, the, the army abroad. Um, it would increase fiscal pressure on wealthy households and corporations. So this would be a more traditional uh, center-left uh, government. One way or another, I do think uh, Germany will refrain from any extremist governments. There's a lot of talk about the far-right alternative for Germany entering the government. That's not impossible, but I would say it's unlikely. So, of course, the ideological composition of the German government will influence domestic politics and will influence Germany's position in the EU. But after all, I do think we will have a democratic Germany that is committed to the process of European integration and that is committed to um, the process of European federalization. Of course, the speed of, at, at which this happens will depend on, on, on what the members of the coalition think uh, uh, that, that the EU integration should look like. But all in all, I do think there is not a serious threat of any extremist parties entering the German government. Adriana Bassoni is Stratfor's senior European analyst. Thanks, Adriano. Thank you, Emily. You can get more of Stratfor's intelligence and forecasting on Germany and Europe. Sign up for our free newsletter. Visit worldview.stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. <laughs>